Welcome guys to Well Podcast. Today's topic is about change and why it's so difficult to change. And if you're like me, you've tried to change, you keep going back to bad habits, you keep going back to situations that you actually keep recreating, you keep reacting to the same things over and over again. And no matter what you do, you seem to be stuck. You know, it's been two years, three years, you, you can't seem to have the breakthrough you want. Now, I've been studying a lot of Bob Proctor's work and I think in my episode two or three, I covered this topic, but I'm gonna recover it again because I'm going through change right now and I kept going back because of the subconscious programming. I kept going back to old habits. I kept going back to, you know, the old me. Because what happened was I would take five steps forward, I'll take ten steps back. And I kept saying to myself, what is going on here? Because there's certain areas of my life that I can say I'm good at. For example, fitness, nutrition, being a health and wellness coach, that part's fairly easy for me. But other areas of my life, I kept saying to myself, like, why am I taking so many steps forward and going back? Now, one thing I've come to realize about change, guys, is if anybody ever tells you this is the right way to change, I actually want you to walk away from that person because what I'm about to teach you is not the only way. Now, I have a lot of friends who are in the spiritual community who are non-spiritual. Some people say to you, oh, things are going bad because Mercury's in retrograde. Some people are going to say to you, it's a full moon today. Some people are going to say to you, it's because of your star alignment. And I always say, you know what, I take everything they say the grain of salt but this what i've come to realize has helped me tremendously it's called the seven levels of awareness now if you don't now if you have youtube i would, I would recommend you go to my youtube page go on my page at coach rome click on the link tree and you'll be, able, you'll be able to go to my youtube page to check out the illustration because it will be much easier when you see what i'm going to draw on the board over here so here's what you want to know guys is when it comes to change that there's seven levels of awareness. Now, I'll start off with the basic ones here. There's animal, uh, which is how you, which is when you react to life. Now, something traumatic could happen. Something will happen in your life that makes you react. Now, most people live in an animal state all their life. You know, they keep reacting to life. Now, one thing you want to remember and realize is this, is that if you keep reacting to life, you keep recreating the same things that you, you keep recreating the things that you don't want, okay? So I remember I was reading a book by Neil Donald Walsh, it's called Conversations with God. Best book I've read, book one. I think it was book one or book two. And in the book, uh, Neil said, you know, if you look at the word reaction, now, I dropped my marker. Now, I don't want to write too much here, but if you look at the word reaction, can you see that? Yeah, you can see that. If you look at the word re-reaction, right? That's the word reaction. If you get the C, now of course you better be on YouTube watching this. If you get the C and bring it back here, guess what you get? You get the word creation. Okay, I'll say it again. If you get the C and you move it, you get the word creation. So if you keep reacting to your life over and over and over again, guess what you're doing? You're recreating more of the same. Now, Bob Proctor, I love him to death. He's been taught, teaching about seven levels of awareness. Now. Like I said earlier, most of us are in an animal state. We keep reacting to life, reacting to the bank accounts, reacting to the relationships, reacting to neg negativity in our life. Now, here's the key thing you gotta know. It's all in awareness. Once you become aware of what you're reacting to, you can start to say to yourself, okay, next time I look at my bank account balance. Now, I'm not saying if you're broke, start, uh, just feel rich and don't take action or don't do certain things. Next time you look at your bank account balance. So next time you are in a situation that hasn't changed for, for a while, Look at it from a different state. Don't react to it. You know what I mean? So I was telling my friend the other day, I said, look, you're in business right now and I know you're taking a lot of action to change your business. I said, from now on, start to look at your bank account with uh, the, the number you'd love to see, knowing that it, it's already manifested, it's already happened, but keep doing what you got to do to get there because there's what you call let go, let God. So first step is animal state. We keep reacting to life, keep recreating. Now, for most of us, well, first, that's when we're born. 
and go to mass. Now, mass is when you start to follow the masses. What, what do your parents say to you? Of course, you love your parents. But your parents keep saying to you, why don't you go out there and be like the rest of the kids? Trust me, the last thing you want to be is like anybody else because you're a unique individual. You never want to be like anybody else. But that's where the subconscious programming starts. That's where the paradigm gets created. That's why you find people, they want to break free. They want to live the life that they want to live. But no matter what they do, guess what? The programming has been so deeply ingrained inside of you that you don't even know why you want to change. You don't even know that some people say, I don't look like none of my parents. Well, skip a generation. You might look like your great-great-grandfather, great-great-grandmother, right? And this is the part where epigenetics come in, right? You hear people say, I have the gene for success, I have the gene for abundance. Yeah, of course, it's been proven now. We do inherit what our parents had. So some people, if they grew up in a family of poverty, guess what happens? It gets passed right on to the kids and the kids live the same line of poverty and get passed on to their kids until somebody like myself comes in and breaks the generational curse. Now, fortunately for me, you know, I like to say I grew up in a fairly good home. Now, the third part here on the seven levels of awareness is aspiration. Now, this is the part where there's that innate part of you. Now, notice here I said, parents always say, go out there and be like the rest of the kids. You can't be like anybody else, you're a unique individual. Now, as you start to study this, maybe as you're listening to this, there's a part of you that aspires to become more. You want to live the life you want. You want to start that business. You want to go after your dreams. You want to start to meditate more. You want to start making more money, whatever it is, but something Something inside of you, the more you read, the more you study, or just your, your spiritual side of you wants to aspire to become more. Guess what happens? Aspiration kicks in. Now, remember I said earlier here is that you're a unique individual. Listen, I heard this from Bob Prosser this morning, and I believe it's 100%. If you died right now, the person watching this, if you stopped existing, the whole universe would not work the way it works right now. If you, I'll say it again, if you died right now, the whole universe would not work the way it works and everything would have to change, okay? So you're a unique individual. You are the highest form of creation that God could ever made. You're perfect the way you are. And I'm not going to get too much in depth, but I always tell people this. If you have some kind of handicap, if you have um, some kind of ailment, whatever it is, trust me, you're a unique individual and there's a reason why you have that because you're meant to be a blessing for other people. So you're a unique individual and I always say this. There's no such thing as two fingerprints that are the same. You would never find my fingerprint anywhere else in the world. It's impossible, right? So, animal mass aspiration individual. Now, I love this part here because it's discipline. I struggle with discipline in certain areas and I'm now becoming aware of it. And that's why I'm studying this again because, listen, you've aspired, you know you're a unique individual and now you, now you wanna discipline yourself to go after your goals. So you might say, go to the gym, I'm gonna wake up every day, five in the morning, six a.m., whatever it is, business, it doesn't matter what it is. Or I'm gonna read maybe two pages a day in a book, whatever it is, you know, you've aspired to do that. Now, most people, I'll talk about myself is, I fall victim to discipline here because what happens is, remember, the programming here kicks in when you wanna be disciplined Soon, that discipline starts to fade away and it slowly goes back and it becomes a wish. Now, why does that happen? Because your programming that you've developed over here, over the years, over, over years of um, you know, conditioning from your, from your parents, your grandparents, has been passed on to you. Guess what happens here? That dream you had, the goal that you, you wanted, comes back here and, becomes a and just becomes a wish. Now, I love this part because Bob Parker said it best. When you become aware that that, that dream you had starts to fade away, the discipline starts to fade away, 
it's not your fault. It's just that your genes has been passed on to you, the lineage of your whole family has been passed on to you. And what you've been exposed to as a kid as well as you're growing up, you want to start becoming aware. If your goal is to make more money, because everybody wants more money, you want to catch yourself. And this is where discipline kicks in. If you're scared, if you're tired, it doesn't matter what it is. You have to discipline yourself and say, you know what, I'm going to keep going after my goals no matter what. Now, guess what happens? That's the part where you gain experience. Now, when you gain the experience, this is what I love about what I've been learning. Because I say to someone one day, I said, I think the biggest trap we fall into is uh, the personal development trap. I'm not against reading a lot of books. I think, it's, I think it's a beautiful thing when people read a lot of books. But I have this thing now where if someone... <laughs> I, I know somebody who's read a lot of books and I'm not going to say names. But I started asking this person, I said, look, man, you've read so many books, but you're still broke and you're still living in the same situation that you were in two years ago because that's the program. See, school says this to you. Gather all this information, get a pen, write, pass the exam, you're a genius. No, if you pass the exam, they just, they just, all, all that they're saying there is on that particular day, your level of awareness was much higher. I don't believe in that. So for me, I fell in the trap of reading so many books I could teach them back, but I never understood what I was learning. Now, how does that, how does that coincide or work with the word experience? Experience is when you consciously entertain an idea because you've learned it from a book you've read, you take action, you change the result, and you get the experience from it. So something changes in the outside world to prove that, hey, the discipline you've been doing, now you have the experience, maybe your bank account balance is gonna go up. That means you learn something. That means you're disciplined. I never heard of a famous uh, basketball player or any athlete. I'm, I'm going to use sports figures as an example. Who say, I just woke up, went to play basketball, and I was good. They were disciplined enough to take the same shot every single day. It's baseball. They were disciplined enough with their nutrition, their workouts, and everything that they had to do to get them where they are today. Right now, once you've hit experience, guess where you go? You go to mastery. My favorite part. Now you've mastered, if it's money you, you want to accumulate more, if it's Bitcoin you're studying, if it's Ethereum, if it's nutrition, diet, whatever it is you're doing, now you've become the master. Now, this, if you could study this for the next 30 days, I'm not kidding, for the next 30 days, if you could study this, go and watch Bob Proctor, he explains it way better than I do, but if you could study this and teach it back because you will forget 70% of what I just said in the next 24 hours, and in three, in four days, you will forget about 100%. I don't know, you forget about 90% to 95% in a week, 100%, if you don't revisit this. This is has its weight in gold. Now, see, I teach this back because I also want to remind myself, that's why I'm recording the podcast, I'm doing it on YouTube as well, is I want to remind myself that I have a goal, and I'll tell you what my goal is. You know, sometimes I say make your goal public. My goal is... I want to become a billionaire. That's what I want to be. And of course, people are going to laugh and say, you never become one. That's what I want to be. I personally just want to become a billionaire. How Do I know how I'm going to do it? I don't know how I'm going to do it. But that's just something I, I like to play with, right? And my goal is to get so good at my meditations and be able to meditate like Dr. Joe Dispenza does. That's That to me, because a couple of weeks ago, I think a week ago, I had my first, what you call, mystical experience. And I'll, I'll tell you what happened. But I won't get too much in depth. Long story short, I wake up at like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. in the morning to meditate. And that day I woke up to meditate. I did uh, the Heart and Brain Coherence by Dr. Joe. 
Uh, at some point, he tells you lay down on your bed. You know, you lay, uh, lay down on the floor and streak him doing the heart-brain coherence. As I lay down, next thing I noticed was I felt like there was somebody walking into my house, but there was nobody. And uh, I was laying down on my bed and I felt this presence look at me and smile. Now, this presence was, was female. I could feel that feminine energy. But I also had an out-of-body experience where I came out of my body. It's, you know, and you, you can't be out-of-body experience. It's just, it's weird. I came out of my body, I looked, and there was nobody, and it came back. I was a little bit scared, but I, my brain was so deep in theta, I was like, you know what, just surrender some more. So I told myself, I surrendered some more. At some point, I started to feel this energy go through my body. Now, you know, when you have a mystical experience, you, you, nobody can explain what the energy feels like. You know, I always say, if, if someone could tell you what it felt like, I think they're lying, because I still, I don't have words because I've never felt that before. But it was just a flow of energy up and down that I can't explain to this day. And I remember I was sitting in my meditation saying to myself, I was like, okay, what's going on? What am I feeling right now? And I stayed in there. I surrendered some more in my meditation. And at some point, I remember if I was in meditation laying down, if you look to the bottom left of me, I saw like a worm whore. So I can never say that word clearly. My, my African accent can say that. My, I saw like a worm hole at the bottom and it had like weird colors. And I remember looking at that, feeling this uh, weird sensation. And obviously I was getting too analytical and this was like my third out of body experience in you know, one month. And I'm like, okay, screw this. And I panicked. And then of course that sleep paralysis, but slowly I came back. But I did something, I locked into a frequency at that point, right? Now, obviously I made a promise to myself that if that ever happens again, I'm just gonna surrender some more. Some people call it Kundalini. I don't know what the hell it was, but I always say to myself, next time I feel it, I'm just gonna surrender some more. So that's one of my goals. I want to be a billionaire so I can actually help a lot of uh, kids in Africa, build schools, that's what I wanna do. And I wanna be able to meditate like Dr. Joe and just go deep, you know, go to the seventh, eighth, 10th, 12th dimension. I wanna get to that Christ consciousness, okay? But how am I gonna get there? I'm gonna get there by studying this. Okay, so guess what I'm doing today? I know for a fact it's 8.36 p.m. in Montreal today. Guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna study this again. Tomorrow when I wake up to meditate, I know it's gonna be hard because I know at some point when the, when the programming, the conditioning starts to kick in and the little voice starts to kick in where it says to you, why are you doing this? It's, 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 a, it's a waste of time, you should stop doing it. Guess what happens? Naturally, I'll come back here and it becomes a wish. No, here's what you do. For discipline, I say this to someone the other day. Maybe discipline yourself for the next three days just to, if, if your goal is to, let's say, meditate. Wake up earlier every single day for three days. If your goal is to eat healthy, maybe, you know, discipline yourself to say, okay, after 6 p.m., I'm not going to eat nothing only for three days, right? And remember, like anything, discipline is a muscle. So that's where I'm at right now. And I'm going to keep working on that. I'm going to keep doing what I got to do. So I hope this helps. I'm looking at my camera right now and my microphone's right here. So I'm like looking over there saying, okay, focus on the camera. But like I said, guys, if you like what you saw, uh, give this uh, on YouTube, give it a thumbs up, subscribe button. The more subscribers I have, the more videos I post like this. On, on, the, on the podcast, if you like what you hear, if you're on, if you're on Apple Podcasts, Give it a five-star rating, uh, leave a nice review, send me a message, tag me on Instagram so I actually know you listened this far, 13 minutes in. I like to keep these really short because I know people actually have a 15-minute attention span, believe it or not. So, with that being said, uh, if you can't teach this back, you're going to forget. I saw this for two years, three years from Bob Proctor.
never took the time to actually study it. So, hope that helps, guys. Like I said, give it a five-star rating, give it a thumbs up on YouTube and on, Spotify, on the podcast.